the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Hey, good afternoon. Greetings. Thanks for coming along today. The Tuesday edition of The Ride Home. Kath, good to see you as well. Thank you, John. Happy to be here. Thank you. Do you have... I, I just looked at my phone, and I realized I have 10%. Like... You're always so good about having your phone charged. I know. What, what's the deal? How, how have you fallen off the I wagon? I've just been... I get, think... Here's the deal. I've been on the phone far too, too, too much today. Well, well, I, I, I can't... Far too much. I can't comment on that, because I don't keep track of your comings and goings but yeah. i will say this uh our new iphone is not good battery wise mm-hmm. i mean new it's probably six months old but yeah. it's not it's not a great iphone for for uh, battery life do you have a a charging anxiety like i'm always anxious is my is this device charged is that uh, that's crazy what am i even worried about that kind of stuff yeah i was gonna say 10 percent. you have a long way to go no. are you one of those people that that mm-hmm. you know gets gas when you're half no you've run out of gas a bunch of times in your life <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did. Yeah. But I do worry about, you know, would that be like the worst? Like you're, all of a sudden your phone just dies? Has that ever happened to you? Oh, that happens to you it all the time. happens to me all the time. I, I don't that. care. How do you do that? I don't care. Don't do that. that. Why? It's your phone. It's not like it's... Then you're cut off from like the rest of the free world. Aren't I have you? neighbors oh, that, and things. Like that make you, go... makes me anxious. No, it doesn't make me Really? Anxious. I've never, never, ever. That 10%? Yeah. Probably the lowest. Really? Mm-hmm. And yet, how many times have you run out of gas in your car? Yeah, it's a different thing. <laughs> At least I can call somebody on the side of the road. Oh, my gosh. Just saying. All right. Uh, big news day here? Uh, it's a relatively big news day, yeah, I would say, say so. John. Yeah, a lot going I on mean, here. it seems like every day is like that, though. There mm-hmm. doesn't seem to be a whole lot of, you know. That's why I'm at 10%. <laughs> is that right? Eating the news. That's right. Yep. Uh, coming up on the day's program, can I give a couple of. Um, oh, yeah, a little teaser. Little teasers. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to talk about uh, a Chinese heat wave that's going on, mm-hmm. what it's driving residents to do. Also, China under. Millions of Chinese under new COVID lockdowns. Mm, These people mm, can't get a break, mm, right? Mm, also, we'll talk uh, news from Christians around the world. Okay. Um, and uh, a Nebraska man squashes a record for floating in a pumpkin. Well, uh, that'll be a highlight. He specifically grew the pumpkin to take a float in with a paddle. Apparently, Governor Wolf is proposing uh, checks to help some of us fight inflation. Get out of here. Come we'll on. We'll also talk about the Marvel Universe and God. All right, very nice. <laughs> That's a heck of a lot right there. All right. And, of course, you got the news update. So without further ado, please, Kath, give us the news stories, the top four at four. For Tuesday, August 30th, 2022, Mm -hmm. number one. The Vatican today moved to defend the Pope from allegations that he has not been hard enough on Russia for its invasion of Ukraine. Mm -hmm. They came out and said that he clearly views the war launched by Moscow as, quote, senseless, repugnant, and sacrilegious. I mean, he's a little late to the party because he hasn't been, you know, 
particularly bold about his statements. In fact, last week, Ukraine summoned the top papal diplomat to complain about recent events uh, and comments by Francis. At an uh, audience a day earlier at the Vatican, Francis had referred to a national Russian TV commentator who was killed by a car bomb in Moscow as, quote, the poor girl. Francis was speaking about the slaying of Daria Dugina. You know that yeah, one. Of course. And of course, she's like was a super pro-Russian and a daughter of a right-wing uh, Russian political theorist. Um, in his remarks, uh, Francis also said orphans in Ukraine and Russia were among the innocents who have been victimized by the insanity of war. But Ukrainian Foreign Minister Kubela summoned the Vatican ambassador to Kiev last week and told reporters that the Ukrainian heart is torn apart by the Pope's words. So, on the same day that Ukraine slammed the Pope's remarks, the head of the Russian Orthodox Church canceled a planned meeting with Francis for September. Man, oh man. Mm-hmm. Taking some heat there. Yep. Number two. Speaking of Russia, a Moscow court today handed a 15-day prison sentence to a liberal politician who drew parallels between Joseph Stalin and Hitler. Leonid Gosman, age 72, was sentenced for his Facebook post in which he mocked the Russian legislation that banned likening the Soviet Union to Nazi Germany, saying, quote, it's wrong to put an equal mark between them. Hitler was an absolute evil and Stalin even worse. Apparently, the Russian government did not like that. Russian Justice Ministry has listed him as a, quote, foreign agent. A description that carries a strong pejorative meaning and implies additional government security. The investigation is still ongoing. That's from ABC News. Number three. Jackson, Mississippi. John will go without reliable drinking water indefinitely after pumps at the main water treatment plant failed, leading to the emergency distribution of bottled water and tanker trucks for almost 200,000 people. Apparently, this is linked to complications from the flooding of the Pearl River, but the governor, who declared a state of emergency, said the cause was unknown and that the city-run water treatment plant had been poorly operated and understaffed. Four years. And in Dodger Stadium, this is number four, 2,100 people, John, sworn in as new U.S. citizens. Mm. Among them, the oldest new American in Los Angeles today, 89 year old Mona Lindo, who moved from Jamaica 42 years ago. She said, quote, I'm very, very proud of my humble beginning, but I really just love America, she said to CBS News correspondents today. Nice. And that is your top four. Very good. Four. Mona Limbo? Mona Linda. Oh, Linda. No, I'm sorry, Lindo. Mona Lindo, Linda. 89 years old, moved from Jamaica 42 years ago, and today. Became a citizen. Fabulous. Yeah. Very good. Yeah, she has listened to this. Eight kids and 40 grandchildren and great-grandchildren. All right. She's made a contribution mm-hmm. to the American dream. She said she felt left out. <laughs> what? Not being a citizen? <laughs> yeah. She was like, what am I doing? Why yeah, okay. 40-some plus years. Uh-huh. Time to pony up exactly. and become part of this. Very nice. All right. That's a heck of a lot. I'm glad you finished with the good news because I was kind of worried there for a no, while. No, I always bring it around yeah. at the end. Head if it's not a weird animal story, it's something to lift your All spirits, right. Very John. good. Excellent. All right. Let, let us take a quick break. We'll step away. When we do come back, uh, we are going to talk about... Oh, People and their funerals. Some people don't want them. I get it. Some people don't want funerals. Michelle Van Loon will talk to us about that. Do you want a funeral? We'll find out next. 101.5 WORD. This week, Chuck Swindoll continues his teaching series on the Holy Spirit called Flying Closer to the Flame. When you have Christ, you have the Spirit. And when you have the Spirit, you have the anointing. You have a sixth sense. 
It is something that the worldling does not have because he doesn't have the Spirit. Hear Chuck Swindoll teach about the power and influence of God's Spirit this week on Insight for Living. Tomorrow morning at 8 on 101.5 WORD. Dan owed an unbelievable amount of money to the IRS. I got behind on my taxes. It's a horrible feeling. He was in denial. And when I got those letters from the IRS, you wanted to act like they didn't exist. Finally, Dan turned to Optima Tax Relief, the leading tax resolution firm. A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau, they've resolved over $1 billion for their clients. Optima got me a settlement with the IRS. These people are really people-friendly. It was every bit of a new lease on life for me. The fast action and the great results made Dan's head spin. I felt like I was in a dream, but it's real, and I have paperwork to prove it. They got the job done, and life is good. For tax help you can trust, call Optima now for a free consultation. If you're worried about what's going to happen with the IRS, stop worrying. Make the call now. Call 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. Optima Tax Relief. Testimonial from an actual client. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Our little brother says the word Dodo Word 40 times a day. Should we be saying that word on Word FM? (laughs) You started it. Okay. So, here we are with Uncle Ryan with three reasons why you'd be a tweet tweet if you bought a home this year and didn't use us at United Faith Mortgage. The biggest reason is our direct lender advantage. We use our own money. And there's no middleman. Which means... We can often get you a better rate, saving you monthly and lifelong money. We also pay $1,000 of your closing costs on all new home purchases. And just as important to me as saving listeners money is the super service part. Our small team is specifically committed to Word FM. You will not get to a closing and find anything hidden. It's a partnership all the way around. So, don't be a... And we're done. We are United, United Faith Mortgage. Mortgage. United Mortgage Corp. Melbourne, New York. And a listener 1330. Pennsylvania Department of Banking and Securities. Mortgage Lender License 22672. Before I came to RPTS, I was a church planter and pastor for 22 years. And I found a lot of confusion about what really constitutes a church. Dr. Barry York, president of RPTS. We want, first and foremost, our ministers to know what a church is and what the church really needs. So how to develop the preaching ministry, why we practice the sacraments, how to properly care for God's people, and that you exercise proper oversight of them. The church needs servants like you. Are you ready? Visit rpts.edu. There was a period uh, in my young life, I was probably 12 or so, when it felt like every elderly member of my family had passed away within a two-year span. Mm -hmm. Like both sets of grandparents, aunts, uncles. And at the time, it was really common for people to do three days, a three-day wake. Now, that's changed a lot. But, you know, I spent an awful long time, I think most people have, you know, at funeral homes. And things, like I said, have altered a little bit. People are doing maybe a one-day visitation or one-day wake. Some people apparently are doing no funerals at all. I mean, of course, COVID sort of changed everything. It did. Michelle Van Loon is here to talk to us. Michelle's been a regular guest on our show. Uh, She is the author of five books, including Becoming Sage, Cultivating Meaning, Purpose, and Spirituality in Midlife. And Michelle, welcome back. You're here to to talk to us about some people uh, wish that they they would never have a funeral at all. Of course, (laughs) that means you have to die to have a funeral, but you, you get my point. Right. We we are really in a funny time yeah. 
in history, um, partly because of COVID and um, my own family. Um, my father-in-law died not of COVID, but he died during the beginning of COVID in 2020. And for a whole variety of reasons, geography, health issues, um, uh, with several members of the family, um, th there was no funeral. There was no memorial service, at least not yet. And um, I have talked to a lot of people that either did like a Zoom funeral or some kind of memorial service later. But um, partly just because of that and partly because of the trend away from those old fashioned rituals, those three day wake funeral yep. dinner after the service, my own tradition, um, because I, I grew up in a Jewish home, um, the, all of the morning rituals really kicked in after the funeral when people would come to your house and bring you food mm, and okay. sit with you and grieve with you for at least a week. Mm -hmm. And so um, those those days in lots of families and in lots of places are are gone. And because I do write about aging and midlife, and because I write about family stories and because of my own family's experience of not having that kind of ritual closure on a life, I've found myself contemplating, what does it mean if we skip the funeral or the memorial service or the celebration of life mm -hmm. or whatever, you know, yeah. the gathering, the gathering together with others to remember? Well, so, Michelle, I answer that question. Yeah. I mean, because I think we miss a heck of a lot if you don't gather, at, at least for the immediate family. I mean, you know, mm -hmm. the extended friends and all that, that's a different story. But for the immediate family, what do you think? Are, are they important to society, to you in general? I think that it's for every person who feels like it's an empty ritual and a lot of work and, mm -hmm. you know, there's expense in traveling together. Um, if you're going to go in person more and more, the option for zooming in to at least watch is a possibility. But it, if you skip it all together, um, I think we all lose something um, as a community, as a group of people um, to be able to remember well, to reinforce our bonds, um, you know, maybe renew them and to remember kind of where we are, who we are, who, where we come from, um, who we've spent part of our life with or been influenced by whether it's a family member or a friend. So I don't know what what are you guys' experience? I think um, it's a I think it's a huge loss. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Michelle, I think um I think stopping mm -hmm. to think about that person and about their life is mm -hmm. can only help us in our connection with God and with our own mortality, really. Yeah. And it's so easy today that we can skip over anything we don't like. 
Um, and so I think mm-hmm. constraining ourselves to say we are going to do this and the three day thing, I have no problem with that either. No. Look, I mean, I started this conversation by mentioning that as a young boy, those funerals, I mean, they informed me so much Mm -hmm. about my family, the history, Mm -hmm. the relationships, the people, all those stories that you hear over the course of the funeral process. And I used to live and work in a funeral. I have literally attended hundreds and hundreds of funerals. So I see that the importance of that in people's lives. Now I also realize for a lot of people it's certainly an expenditure, but there's nothing that's more valuable than the gathering of family yep. and friends together yep. to tell stories to honor someone's life. Right. It it is it's interesting the older I get the more I realize how important those touch points are. Um some people reconnect with their family when they're forced you know not necessarily forced but feel feel compelled to show up at a wake at a at a funeral or a memorial service and they suddenly remember that they're a part of something more if it's a friend or it's someone you admired um it's a way to stop and and to really to number our own days as well. The fe- and the, the saying is funerals and all of those kinds of rituals aren't for the dead, they're for the living. Right. The writer of Ecclesiastes would, to- would totally agree with that. But there is also the comfort that God offers in grief that is expressed through other people, you know, through a hug, through a story, through, um, you know, for just being together with others that were connected, you know, it's it's a way to kind of underscore the community that we're a part of. Yep, 100%. And isn't it also just important to say out loud mm-hmm. what what someone was like? To just Mm -hmm. to say it, to sit there, to take it in the family members to say, I just think that that's I mean, I don't know. I think that there's something, you know, we know that when we when we name things, when we speak things, um, Mm -hmm. it's it's not just a ritual. It's a thing. Right. You know, so Mm -hmm. um, when Adam named the animals, that was that was a task that God gave him to do when God named Adam. Uh, it was, it, I mean, it was, it's something of great significance. So, so those spoken words aren't just things we toss away, you know, at, at a moment like that, I think they're, they're really vital. Yeah. I think they matter. Yeah. I think they really matter. Um, uh, and my guess is if each, each of us would search our memory, we would have at least one memory of attending someone's funeral. That's how they imprint on the mind. They're that powerful. I'm, again, I remember being a little boy, maybe, you know, 10 or 11. My grandmother had passed away. And so all this extended family came. And we were at my grandmother's house after the, you know, after the funeral was over, you know, the meals being served. One of my elderly aunts, I think her name was Aunt Rebecca. I probably had a passing relationship to her. She came in from another city. Somehow, this, I mean, I'm an old man. This stays with me. Somehow she spilled some hot tea on her chest and she started to cry. And I mean, 
it was as if the room was lit on fire by gasoline because her mm-hmm. tears enveloped around the room. There was a room full, I kid you not, I'm sure there were 40 or 50 people. Every, everyone cried. I've never witnessed anything like that in my life. And it's something to see, you know, your parents, grandparents, aunts, uncles, that entire room as one for various reasons, we were all in mourning. And that memory will stay with me until my grave. That's the that's, power of family. That's, and it's because we are living such individual lives and we're behind screens and we're all so separated. Those communal experiences, whether we're gathering for a wedding or, a, you know, a, a child dedication or a baptism, depending on your church's tradition, or a funeral, there aren't many times Mm-mm. or calls for us to come together and be able to show our emotions. Yeah. Normally, we're all very well be well. I try to be well behaved. <laughs> I'm not always well behaved. It's my goal to be well behaved. Yes. But but we, you know, we put on the game face, and most of us know what's expected of us. And tears in a group are never expected Mm -hmm. never except in those settings and the bond that happens when it's kind of safe to experience something that is you know it ain't the way it's supposed to be that's Mm -hmm. the message of death that's the that's the hope of the resurrection that jesus brings us but we we miss something when we don't. I, that's my feeling. Yeah. And I recognize you can't always be there. It's impossible to be present. But even if you connect on some level, we will, we've, we've got some rituals in our own household that we will use to remember the anniversary dates of mm-hmm. various um, family members that have passed. Right. My father-in-law's anniversary date is coming up and um you know we we kind of work that in those dates are on my calendar now like birthdays are yeah yeah which might be a marker of my age but i'm also trying to remember i have a longtime prayer partner whose husband died a few years ago and i have his death date written on my calendar because i know she's living it Mm -hmm. and remembering it right so even if all i say to her is i remember or i send her a card or a note i want to make sure that i'm present because i know she's remembering we all do so even if we can't gather there there are some other things that we can do although it's not as powerful as gathering That's Michelle Van Loon. She's the author of five books, including Becoming Sage, Cultivating Meaning, Purpose, and Spirituality in Midlife. Um, And I don't have your latest book, and you know the the long title? I always screw it up, Michelle, so... So please tell our listeners what it is. It's embarrassing. We'll mention it at your funeral. (laughs) At my funeral, that will be the whole. That will be the whole thing. The book is called "Translating Your Past: Finding Meaning in Family Ancestry, Genetic Clues, and Generational Trauma." Funerals are involved. Wills are involved in some of those stories, but they're not. It's life giving. 
to be able to be a part of the human community and and have hope in resurrection is is a life-giving thing even if it's a Debbie Downer subject. Yep. That's a good subject. Yeah, it's a good subject. Thanks, I appreciate Michelle. you talking about it, Michelle. Yeah. Good to see you. All right. Bye, you guys. Bye, guys. That's Michelle Van Loon. Check out Translating Your Past, which is her newest book. You can also find several of her older books anywhere. Born to Wander, Recovering the Value of Our Pilgrim Identity is another good one. All right. Coming up next, some local news. Oakland's dirty. <laughs> this is Kathy Emmons. John and I are grateful for the encouragement we have from all of our advertisers and especially our friends at Grove City College. Thanks to everyone at Grove City for supporting the ride home. Pitt Cycles is now home to BMW Motorcycles. Join me, John Steigerwald, September 1st, 4 to 6 p.m. for the grand opening of their newly redesigned BMW showroom. I'll be broadcasting live and giving away great prizes, including $100 dining certificates to Fox Chapel's Brick and Barrel and McKee's Rock's Jabby Joe's. And somebody's going to win a $400 remote starter or detailing package from Team Knotts in Castle Shannon. Thursday at Pitt Cycles in Warrendale. Visit PittCycles.com. Pitt Cycles! The Catholic Men's Fellowship of Western Pennsylvania presents the 14th Annual Gathering of Men Conference, Created New, Saturday, September 24th at Gateway High School in Monroeville. A day for men to rediscover their connection with God and renew their bonds with each other. Featuring a powerful lineup of speakers, worship, and Holy Communion to call us out of isolation and remind us what it means to be created anew. For details, visit the Catholic Men's Fellowship of Western Pennsylvania today at cmfpitt.org. This week on RVE. Sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Hey, Chief, we got a damaged RV on its way to the OR. Well, that sounds like a job for the new head of RV surgery. <laughs> Wait, are you promoting me? Congrats, Martinez. Doctor, that RV's flatlining. Well, that sounds like a job for the new head of nursing. So you're just promoting everyone now? Yeah, kind of looks that way, doesn't it? When your RV really needs saving, Progressive has you covered. See if you could save with a leader in RV insurance. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates covered subject to policy terms. Meet Brad. Brad's hard at work, or at least his website is. Ever since he added live chat with Salem Surround, Brad's customers are getting their questions answered 24-7. Website purchases have gone up 35%, and they're over three times more likely to buy from him again. No bots, just real people helping real people. Live chat, one of the easiest, most affordable ways Salem Surround can increase your business while you do other things, or nothing at all. Ask us how at surroundpittsburgh.com. Want to save 50% on new blinds? Blindster.com offers custom-made blind shades and shutters shipped directly to you at prices less than big box retailers. Visit Blindster through September 8th to save 50% off any order during their Labor Day sale. Blindster.com. 101.5 WORDFM Pittsburgh. On your smart speaker by saying, play the word Pittsburgh. And on your phone via the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and Odyssey. Not completing high school is more of a social thing than it was an academic thing. Even though all these years have passed, I still had that longing to have my diploma. At age 30, Carissa finished her high school diploma. If you're even considering getting your high school diploma, you can do it. No one gets a diploma alone. If you're thinking of finishing your high school diploma, you have help. Find free adult education classes near you at finishyourdiploma.org. That's finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. Mainly clear skies expected for tonight. We'll see areas of fog late tonight below 59. Mostly sunny tomorrow. It'll be pleasant and less humid. The start of an extended period of comfortable weather will reach a high tomorrow of 77. Clear skies tomorrow night. Good weather for sleeping below 58. 
mostly sunny Thursday. It will be pleasant. We'll reach a high Thursday of 78. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm forecaster Drew Shannon. Students moving in. Oakland's a mess. Like, that's not really a headline. No, Oakland is always a mess at this yes, time of year. And let's be honest, most of the for time. most of the time, Oakland's a mess. And I say that with love because... I lived in Oakland. I lived in Oakland. How long do you live in Oakland, do you think? Probably five years. Okay. I lived there seven years. Okay. And so we can speak. We can speak to it. It's yeah. a neighborhood that we have great yeah. affection oh, for. Oh, I have great affection. I love Oakland. Me too. But it can be really dirty, and especially South Oakland. <laughs> Though, I lived in North and it wasn't a party <laughs> either. Better. No, no. Because the problem is the University of Pittsburgh, along with UPMC, they own Oakland now. And the people that have lived there for decades, you know, now it's mostly student housing. But there are still old timers there, God bless them, who have refused to move. And and they get upset because you drive through the streets, bouquet, whatever. Atwood. There's junk Oakland boxes Everywhere. garbage on the street it's overflowing people are moving in they're buying cheap furniture in their apartments they're yep. putting all of the cardboard and the boxes and everything out in the middle of the street it's a mess uh, August is always particularly challenging in Oakland, says Andrea Boykowitz, mm-hmm. Assistant Good Director job. of Oakland Planning and Development Corporation. She explained that August sees graduating students moving out and other students moving in for the start of the new year. Quote, most of our biggest challenges are about communication. I don't think so. Not. They're really about just people being piggish. Mm-hmm. There's no straightforward ways to communicate rules and standards of behavior to students living off campus. Hello. Wow. That's an update from the Oakland community <laughs> saying... It's exciting. I mean, Someone was trying to reach me just now, you guys. The vast majority of students live up to these expectations and contribute positively to the communities in which they live. When concerns or issues arise, the university works swiftly to investigate. Yada, yada. I mean, it's a college town. It is. It's a college town. And it's and of all the things to be... I mean, garbage is definitely a concern in Oakland. There's no, no question about it. No. But I don't know if it's the... There are so many other concerns in Oakland. It's. It, I guess it's hard to rank. Well, it's easy to see the garbage because you you know you walk down the street and you go, what happened here? I mean, seriously, it's like someone's been evicted from their mansion, and there's like the streets are lined with garbage. It's a lot to take. Now, in. Let me just say, if you're not in Oakland regularly, yeah, like we it. are, don't think that the whole place is. You no, know, no. I mean, lo- there are beautiful, beautiful parts of Oakland. The cathedral's beautiful, though. I have to say that for the last couple of years, if you don't have a student ID, you haven't even been able to get inside the cathedral, yeah. which makes me mad because, first of all, I'm an alumni. Second of all, look how many tuition dollars right. I gave to that place. Well, and you, I can't walk in the you commons go to room. King? I just want to walk in the commons room. It's one of my favorite places. Yeah, yeah. Is a Burger King still in the basement? No. <laughs> I mean, last I looked, it was a Chick-fil-A. Okay. Surprise, that hasn't. Okay. I'm not sure what it is now. Because for years, it was a Burger King. It was a um, Roy Rogers when I was there. Oh. <laughs> I liked a Roy Rogers. Roy, did you though? Oh, I was a delicious. Kind of funny chain. you bring this up. There's a um, oh, it's uh, headed out to to the North Hills. Remember the Roy Rogers School of Driving? Oh, I do remember that. There is there's one on McKnight Road. It's now been it's, there for a long time. Yeah. Now it's not. It's not called. Now it's just called. Rogers. School. Well, listen, because no, who knows who Roy Rogers exactly? Is? But it, it, the sign never said Roy Rogers on it. It didn't. It just says Rogers. Now it does. I think it used to say Roy Rogers School of Driving. I never knew it had anything to do with Roy. Oh, really? No. No, it was the. I believe it was the Roy Rogers. Why? School of Why? Is he was he a good driver? He could, he could ride a horse. He could probably drive a car. That's 
right? I don't know if there's a connection. I there. believe it's true. Roy Rogers School of Driving. I don't think that. I'm going to call work. him. Okay. Get him on the phone. All right. Coming up next, the Marvel Universe and Jesus. I'm, I have no idea what this could possibly mean. You but, love Marvel, but I do. Fuzz Ron is going to be with us. He's going to explain. He's the new president of Reasons to Believe. We'll talk to him next. Right home. Giddy up. WORD. Dr. Charles Stanley. What's the world seeking today? Pleasure, prosperity, you name it. If you want to be conformed to the likeness of Christ, if you want to be a godly person, you must seek those things that are godly. Set your mind, fix your thoughts on the things above, on Christ, not on the things of this world. The teaching of Dr. Charles Stanley on In Touch. Helping you grow in Christ every day. Tomorrow morning at 8.30 on 101.5 WORD. Wouldn't it be great to work in a place that makes a positive impact on the people, businesses, and churches around you? That place exists. I know because I work there. My name is Cassie, and I'm the digital marketing specialist with Salem Media Group in Pittsburgh. Right now, 101.5 Word FM and Salem Surround have an opening for one talented salesperson to join our team. Is that you? We'll bring the training. You just bring the talent. An understanding of digital marketing and some direct sales experience will definitely help you stand out. What are you waiting for? Take the first step to a career that is challenging, rewarding, and helps to create terrific results for our amazing customers. Join the sales team at Salem Media Group Pittsburgh. Email your resume to brad.marshall at salempittsburgh.com. That's brad.marshall at salempittsburgh.com. Salem Media Group is an equal opportunity employer. We tried Dynavite for gut health and immune support, and after a couple of weeks, our little gizmo was acting like a puppy again. His coat was shinier, he had a lot less scratching and shedding, and he seemed like his happy old self. My dog smelled and scratched constantly. We bathed and sprayed her, took her to the vet, but no results. Now, a little Dynavite and her food helps Bella keep her beautiful coat with no scratching or smell. Get 10% off your next order of Dynavite nutritional supplements for dogs at Dynavite.com. Happier, healthier with every bite. Over a million pets helped with Dynavite. Your local radio stations are here for you no subscriptions or monthly fees necessary we're here to give you the news weather and traffic you need and the music you love but if the foreign-owned record labels get their way it could stop the music they want congress to force radio stations to pay them more money simply to play their music don't let radio go silent text local to 52886 and tell congress to protect local radio stations this message furnished by the national association of broadcasters what is a warrior at portersville christian school it's more than a team name a warrior is taught to serve to passionately model the love of christ toward neighbor community and world to learn as they cultivate academic excellence and a lifelong love of learning from kindergarten to senior year and to lead through Christian character and integrity. Are you a warrior? Discover Portersville Christian School just 15 minutes north of Cranberry where warriors are made at OurPCS.org. All right. What do you know about the... uh the universe of Marvel, Marvel, which is a big universe. I mean, I'm not like su- I'm not like a super geek fan to the point where I'm going to tell you the plot of every one of them. But I love a Marvel movie. I've not, I wasn't into the comic books. You never you never read the comic no. books. All right. 
Fuzz Rain is back with us. Fuzz, a regular guest on our show over the years, president and CEO and senior scholar at Reasons to Believe. He's also a biochemist, author of books which include Humans 2.0, The Cell's Design, and Fit for a Purpose. Here today to talk to us about the Marvel Universe and Jesus. Fuzz, welcome back. It's a very strange mishmash. It is. Thanks, John and Kathy, for having me. Yeah, usually when I'm on the show, we talk about science and faith and and how we can use science to build a bridge to the gospel. But I'm a huge comic book nerd, and I see parallels, or I see ways in which we can use the interest in our culture today in superhero comics and superhero movies as a way to build a bridge to the gospel and have a little bit of fun along the way doing that. Yeah, Fuzz, uh, I'm a big Marvel fan, and John poo-poo's superhero movies. I don't understand that, Fuzz. We can talk about maybe referring for counseling later because who doesn't love a superhero (laughs) movie for crying out loud? Um, Yeah. Yeah. Great. Two people in this room don't. I'm the only one, Fuzz. It's me and you. Uh, So so talk about um, what you think the impetus is because Americans just keep coming back. They love a superhero. There's something in that story that's satisfying for us. Yeah, well, you know, to me what I think is going on is that ultimately superhero movies are all about the problem of, of evil, right? We live in a world that's not the way it's supposed to be. There's injustice in the world. Uh, people are helpless, and they're looking for a savior. And oftentimes, many of the superheroes are actually Christ-like figures mm-hmm. to some degree. And, and so, you know, people, I think, see, you know, a, a fantasy being played out where they would imagine, boy, if I had certain superpowers, I could go in and, and correct the injustices in the world. I could make that which is wrong right. And so it's, it's a way to wrestle through the problem of evil, but that whole concept of looking for a savior is really what Christianity is all about. So it's just a great way to build that bridge. Yeah. Okay, so a new movie in theaters. I have not. My wife and teenage son saw it. Thor, Love and Thunder. I haven't seen it either. Apparently, I mean, they loved it. It features many Greek gods. But uh, uh, Thor, apparently there is a god of carpentry? Yeah, well, and, and some people are concerned that the, the god of carpentry might be a reference to Jesus. And, of course, then the feeling is that's crossing the line. Are we just making Jesus just another character in the, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Uh, but I don't personally think it is, because Jesus is never referred to as the god of carpentry. He is the son of a carpenter, mm-hmm. but he's never you know, referred to as the god of carpentry. But just to set the stage for people that haven't seen the movie, the, the villain in the movie is a character named Gore, who is called the God Butcher, and he's on a mission to kill all the gods in the universe because he feels like they are unworthy. And so Thor and some of his compatriots are going to this place called Omnipotent City, where all the gods live, to warn them that that Gore is coming after them and to try to raise an army to fight Gore. These the, the gods in Omnipotent City, which are from the different pantheons of, 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 of you know different cultures. Uh, are simply not interested in doing anything other than having a party. And so they really are being depicted as being unworthy. But as, as, as Thor and his team are walking through Omnipotent City, they're doing like a name check. Like, oh, there's this god, there's that god. And they just mention, oh, here's the god of carpentry. I don't think it's Jesus. I think it's probably in reference to a Chinese god or a Greek god of carpentry. 
But this great, creates a great opportunity to ask the question, uh, is Jesus just another God? You know, it, and it, is Jesus worthy? And of course, you know, from a Christian perspective, we would say, no, Jesus is not another God. You know, he's a real historical person that we can de- demonstrate historically was crucified and was raised from the dead. Yes. And that he, he is worthy because he suffered on the cross of all of us. Uh, so that our sins could be forgiven. And, and so he is really, truly a worthy God. But what a great opportunity to have that conversation about who Jesus really is. And that's not a far stretch from Paul in Athens. It's the same conversation, right, Fuzz? Which is, you know, I see that you have many gods, and you even have a temple to an unknown god. Well, I'm happy to tell you who that god is, right? So it's just being immersed enough in the culture to be able to have a conversation that makes sense to somebody. Exactly. And, and Kathy, that's a, just a beautiful point that you're making that I never even thought of before. So, you know, great, great connection, great, great idea, great connection. Well, so, you know what? It's one of those um, – It's for people who uh, follow – you said that you were a comic book nerd. Um, for people who like Marvel, you know, I have watched – I don't know, a thousand episodes of Doctor Who. You know, there are people who are Trekkies. There are people who love Star Wars or Lord of the Rings or whatever it is. There's something about those fantasy stories that get at something. And I I say this over and over again, and some people kind of poo-poo me, but I do think it gets at something that's in our hearts that we can't quite do through other story. There's some kind of longing that we have to be part of a great story and to have a hero um, who fights for us and for our uh, actions to be to be significant, right? And so, for people who don't know that that is the biblical story, it's a, I think it's a wonderful connection point to make when you're able to do that to show the story that they love and show that there actually is a, that that's just a shadow of the real life thing. Yes, that's that's an excellent point, and you actually see that you know in this latest Thor movie. I mean, it's a typical Thor movie. It's action packed. You know, it doesn't take itself seriously. It's got a great sense of humor, a lot of jokes, but the themes in that movie are so deep. And it's ultimately, what does it take to make a God worthy? And are any of the gods worthy? And what's interesting is that Thor comes off as being a worthy God because he's fairly unique in that he's willing to answer people's calls for help. Mm -hmm. That is, he's answering people's prayers. And this is a bit of a spoiler alert, but the character that's most interesting to me in the movie is Jane Foster, who is Thor's love interest in earlier movies, and they rekindle the flames. But she's a, a physicist who is dying from breast cancer, and Thor's hammer calls to her, and she thinks that the hammer might be able to, to cure her of her breast cancer. Well, it doesn't, but when she picks it up, she becomes transformed into a Thor as well, mm-hmm. into a lady Thor, and she is now fully God and fully human, and at the end of the movie, she gives up her life to save the universe. So, you know, it's not only that <laughs> there's this theme that, that, you know, resonates with our deepest needs and deepest desires as human beings that are that, that's satisfied in the gospel, but there's such powerful pointers to, to, the, to the gospel itself and, and the, the heart of the gospel in this movie that, to me, it's well worth seeing— and, and really well worth using as a, a, a fun opportunity to introduce people to really the, the, what the gospel is all about. 
Interesting. Now, Thor, I, I've, not, I've not seen this, Fuzz. I've not seen the, the, the film. But to hear you and Kath talk, is this an introduction to the gospel, or in some ways, is it a detriment to the gospel? Wow, that's a, that's a great question. Uh, I, you know, I think we want to be careful about going too far, right? Uh, most definitely. But, you know, for, for many people in our culture today, if you go approach them and you want to talk to them about the love that Christ has for them, they probably are not going to want to have a conversation with you at all. But if you go up to them and ask them, hey, have you seen the latest, you know, Marvel movie, you know, and, you know, and then get into a conversation, you can start bringing up some of these themes that, that makes it a, a, a much less threatening way to, hmm. to introduce people to the gospel. That's but interesting. I think your, your point is, is a good one, is that we don't want to, to go to, to get carried away, right, uh, you know, when, we, when we make these kind of connections. We yeah. want to be thoughtful and cautious. I think that's good. Fuzz, it's always interesting. We appreciate this perspective you brought here. Yeah, and, and congratulations uh, on your new position, Fuzz. Yeah, Fuzz. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Very good. Hey, listen, we were talking about Hugh today, Hugh Ross, and uh, I mean, the the crazy courage he has to get dropped in the middle of nowhere and find his way in the beauty of the wilderness. I mean, what the heck is that all about? <laughs> he's a one of a kind person, that's for certain. You know, he's a, uh, uh, he loves the Lord with all his heart, and he loves science and loves to make that connection, and he's an avid mountaineer. So even though he's in his late 70s, he... Uh, runs three miles a day, and, and he does these hikes that I think young men would g- give second thought to. <laughs> what a great, what an unusual man, but love the guy to death. Fabulous. Yeah, good to talk to you, Fuzz. Yeah, Fuzz, thanks an awful lot. Fuzz Reina, he's the president, the CEO, senior scholar at Reasons to Believe. It's a ministry we love, Reasons to Believe. We'll take a, a quick break, come back and talk about a Nebraska man sailing in a pumpkin. It's true. When it's time to replace your roof, siding, gutters, and downspouts, entry doors, and, of course, windows, you can count on Windows R Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. This is John Steigerwald. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows R Us offers repair and replacement for all your exterior home projects. Why pay double with some other companies? Windows R Us will always give you the best price on the best in-class products, backed by the best warranties in the industry, all with zero sales pressure. Speaking of Zero right now. Get zero interest financing for 12 months and no processing fee with prices set to increase on all exterior products. Lock in your quote today. Schedule a free estimate and inspection today at windowsarustpittsburgh.com. You've tried the rest. Now try the best. windowsarustpittsburgh.com. The IRS doesn't mess around. If they want your money, they'll take it. They can take your paycheck and bank accounts, too, even threaten your home or business. Don't take on the IRS alone. If you owe back taxes, the smartest thing you can do is call Optima Tax Relief. The experts at Optima specialize in a powerful IRS tax assistance program called the Fresh Start Initiative. And their clients that qualify are saving thousands. One call starts the process to stop the demand letters, stop aggressive collection actions, and stop the IRS from targeting you. 
But don't delay. It's important to act now while you still have options. Optima is A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. Optima has already resolved over a billion dollars of tax debt for their clients. Get your life back. For tax help you need, for tax help you can trust, call Optima now for your free consultation. Call 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Wouldn't it be great to work in a place that makes a positive impact on the people, businesses, and churches around you? That place exists. I know because I work there. My name is Cassie, and I'm the digital marketing specialist with Salem Media Group in Pittsburgh. Right now, 101.5 Word FM and Salem Surround have an opening for one talented salesperson to join our team. Is that you? We'll bring the training. You just bring the talent. An understanding of digital marketing and some direct sales experience will definitely help you stand out. What are you waiting for? Take the first step to a career that is challenging, rewarding, and helps to create terrific results for our amazing customers. Join the sales team at Salem Media Group, Pittsburgh. Email your resume to brad.marshall at salempittsburgh.com. That's brad.marshall at salempittsburgh.com. Salem Media Group is an equal opportunity employer. There's a guy in Nebraska who grew a 846-pound pumpkin. First off, that's amazing. Yep. He's been trying to grow a pumpkin that large for nearly a decade. The circumference of the pumpkin is 146 inches. Wow. Okay. He then proceeded to hollow the pumpkin out. And on Saturday morning at 7.30, he got inside said pumpkin and um, had a 38-mile float down the river. Come on. And uh, Guinness Book of World's Records is soon going to verify the authenticity of this trip. And apparently he will set a world's record for longest floating journey in a pumpkin, which is a thing. So someone else has done this before? And- Somebody, oh, he's This guy who took the 38-mile trip smashed the other record, the Guinness record. That was a 25-mile journey. In a pumpkin. Mm-hmm. Took him about 11 hours. People across the globe apparently so followed his progress. Like, what's somebody like who does that? 60 years old. It was his 60th birthday. I don't know. Unusual, right? Um, driven. Is he, though? Oh, yeah. Come on, you're... Trying to grow a massive pumpkin so you can hollow it out, so you can take a thirty-eight mile ro- I mean, ride. That that seems that seems unusual, but that's not it's not like a time intensive thing. He's I been mean, growing this pumpkin probably since he, March. He, he planted it and called and is caring for it, but it's not like he. I mean, it's growing on its own. It's not well, like no, he's, no. He said he's been trying to grow. It's a not large... like he's training for a triathlon here. I'm, I'm not going to denigrate the man's minimize, efforts. I'm not. I don't mean I'm to just, minimize the pumpkin trip. I mean, his name but is Dwayne just, Hansen. Oh, just, he just happens to be with us on the phone. And Kath, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I mean, that would have been hello. funny. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. Mr. Hansen, thanks yes. for joining us, sir. <laughs> Listen, so it's not like you're running a triathlon, but apparently. Uh, <laughs> Well, I'm not getting enough attention at home, so I decided to try this. Well, when that's, you're 60, things happen. That's, Thank you. I'm telling you, Thank that's you probably you, what up. Thank you, Dwayne. I mean, okay, thanks for joining us, Dwayne. I don't know, John. I just, just it seems like a little bit of a stretch. Hmm. 
Well, we're talking about I mean, it. I'm happy. You're right. I mean, I'm happy for him. Okay. All right. So tell me about this. Uh, you, you remember the story about this, this Hungarian weather service official? Oh. Who ended up being fired? Right. Because this was last week in yeah. Hungary. Uh-huh. So there was a, uh, it's like, it, like the 4th of July. Yeah. Their Independence Day in Hungary. And, you know, gigantic, as you might imagine, fireworks celebrations on the Hungarian Independence Day. And meteorologists were saying, wait a second, um, there's a gigantic storm that is headed our way. And so you should, it'd be for safety's sake, let's cancel the celebration and we'll reschedule for another day. So out of a, what, what do they call it? Abundance of caution. That's the phrase. Out of the abundance of caution, Hungarian authorities said, yep, we'll just stay home and have our goulash. That's all I got. And then the storm the massive storm out of abundance of caution never materialized. And it turned out to be a pretty darn nice day. Said meteorologists were immediately fired by government officials. Now, how would you get that so wrong? I don't know. But how, I mean... Because you're dreaming about floating down a river in a pumpkin. Right. right. So I left the house yesterday Mm -hmm. here in the North Hills of Pittsburgh. And my weather app said that it was not going to storm until like 6 p.m., 6.30. We saw it come in. Well, we were watching it come in at, what, 3.15. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, I left all my windows open mm-hmm. because I, I thought I would, you know, my husband would be home by the time sure. that the, you left your car windows open. I did. Right? Just a little bit. Anything get wet? Yes. Mm. I had, but not hugely. Okay. I mean, it was it was recoverable. Yeah. But this that's just what it, weather is in an exact science. I feel still, bad. I feel badly for these Hungarian guys. Isn't it still an exact? When now you go like like you said your weather app, and I'm looking at like the radar that's on my phone in my pocket. And I think how, how can that be? I know that's amazing. That it is get, amazing. You can have access, which to I that. love to see that. But at the same time, doesn't it humble you a little bit? Thinking you know that could that storm system could go could bump north and miss us completely. No, it does humble me. So, but it didn't humble the Hungarian government. No, it did not. No, because they put their trust, followed the science, Kat. They followed the science. And look what happened once again. So do you know if they rescheduled the event? Mm -hmm. They did. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yep. Now, in the old days, that guy would have probably lost his head. I was going to say, so that's the history of a lot of places in Eastern Europe, right? Who have been on and off through authoritarian rule. Mm, Yeah. That you make one mistake that the government doesn't like, and that's the last mistake you get to make. Well, apparently it's in their DNA. The Hungarians, of course, were communists for a long, long time. Mm -hmm. Now they're struggling to some form of democracy. But that doesn't – it makes you think, look, there are some things that are outside of our control. Yeah, but this is – they're saying this is not out of your control because it's the science of meteorology. But, but it, it's an inexact science. It's not like we're talking about chemistry here. They've got radars. They've got all this equipment now. Well, so, not... you're def- so, so you're you're defending the Hungarian government. I am. I'm on the side of the meteorologists. Well, you know, I mean, I'm not you know trying to smash Bob Kutzma. Remember Bob Kutzma? Yeah, I do remember him. Who's the weatherman? Uh, do you have any no weather idea. local weatherman? No, no idea. I never watch local news. Bob Kutzma. I mean, uh, Dennis Bowman. Dennis Dennis Bowman, I met him at an event we were doing uh, a couple uh, months ago. Very nice to meet Dennis. I don't know any (laughs) other Is he still doing weather? No, I think he's retired. He might still be doing it. No, well, I don't think he is. Now, Gary, you yourself, you've had opportunities to sort of hobnob with the the elite. Have you ever hobnobbed with, how about, what's this? I've been to Dennis Bowman's house. What? Have you? There we go. 
once. Is it? Was the weather good? <laughs> he couldn't figure out what it would be. Mm-hmm. He so. couldn't figure it out. Mm-hmm. No, I'm kidding. Uh, what's, uh, what's I'm on the side of the uh, weather guys. Oh, you are. Thank Nothing you. Hungarians. Mm-mm. It's an exact, non-exact science. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Gary. Right. There you go. Appreciate that support. What's the uh, the old guy on uh, the Today Show? Willard. Willard Scott. <laughs> what a great gig that was. I know. <laughs> I mean, seriously, he's wishing 100 year old people happy birthday. And then he, he, wrote that and then the he lost 100 pounds. He looked terrific. He did, right. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, anyway, if you see Dennis Bowman, thumbs up, Dennis. But there just go. don't go to Hungary. Listen on your smart speaker at wordfm.com, the Word FM app, iHeart, TuneIn, and on Odyssey. In your car or at home, too, at 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. Word. With SRN News, I'm John Scott, the Secret Service official. At the center of the January 6th committee hearing departs the agency. Details from Bernie Bennett. Secret Service Communications Chief Anthony Gugliami confirmed Tony Ornato's departure adding that he retired after 25 years of service. Ornato, who at the time of the attack was serving as Mr. Trump's deputy chief of staff, came into the spotlight during testimony by former White House aide Cassidy Hutchinson, who said Ornato told her that the president was, quote, irate when Robert Engel, the special agent in charge for Secret Service at the time, told the former president he could not go to the Capitol that day. Ornato has said he is willing to dispute Hutchinson's account under oath, but he's not so far spoken publicly about it. Bernie Bennett in Washington. Texas confirming the first death of a person diagnosed with monkeypox. The patient was an adult resident of Harris County who was severely immunocompromised. The case is under investigation. This is SRN News. You ever see those really amazing videos of uh, salmon swimming upstream? There they are, these beautiful fish literally flying through the air against hard currents on their way to live for the next generation. And life can feel like that sometimes, right? We're all swimming upstream against harsh odds to live another day. And so, in this downturn, these really weird economic times, a cash-out refinance may be the breathing room you need to lighten your load. With newfound money, a cash-out refinance from United Faith Mortgage can help you pay off some debt and give you some money to set aside for a better financial shape. The Faith and Family Mortgage Team at United Faith Mortgage will help you untangle any questions or any anxiety about the process. The small team with the big backing makes United Faith Mortgage the preferred mortgage provider here at Word FM. United Mortgage Court, Melbourne, New York. And a listener 1330. That's the Department of Banking and Securities. Mortgage Lender License 22672. I'll second guest dinners with friends because they can be interrupted by diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or oily stools. It turns out I have EPI, or exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, which means I'm missing the enzymes needed to digest food. My doctor prescribed Creon, pancrelipase, an oral prescription medication that replaces pancreatic digestive enzymes. Creon treats EPI due to cystic fibrosis, chronic pancreatitis, pancreatectomy, or other conditions. Creon may increase your chance of fibrosing colonopathy, a rare bowel disorder. Tell your doctor if you have a history of intestinal blockage or scarring or thickening.
lining of your bowel wall. If you're allergic to pork or if you have gout, kidney problems, or worsening of painful swollen joints, call your doctor if you have any unusual or severe gastrointestinal symptoms or allergic reactions. Take Creon as directed by your doctor and always with food. Do not chew capsules as this may cause mouth irritation. Other side effects may include blood sugar changes, gas, dizziness, sore throat, and cough. These are not all the side effects of Creon. Creon is the number one prescribed EPI treatment. Ask your doctor about Creon for EPI and visit creoninfo.com or call 800-633-9110 to learn more. That's C-R-E-O-N-Info.com. Now that I've got your attention, let me tell you all about us. Whoa, tough crowd. Anybody out there? Hello, anyone? Fighting to be heard in today's competitive digital world? It's time for Salem Surround. Let us handle everything and get your message seen and heard. Let's turn up the volume on your business with Salem Surround. Learn more by logging on to surroundpittsburgh.com. Surroundpittsburgh.com. What is a warrior? At Portersville Christian School, it's more than a team name. A warrior is taught to serve, to passionately model the love of Christ toward neighbor, community, and world. To learn as they cultivate academic excellence and a lifelong love of learning from kindergarten to senior year. And to lead through Christian character and integrity. Are you a warrior? Discover Portersville Christian School just 15 minutes north of Cranberry, where warriors are made at OurPCS.org. Mainly clear skies expected for tonight. We'll see areas of fog late tonight, the low 59. Mostly sunny tomorrow. It'll be pleasant and less humid. The start of an extended period of comfortable weather will reach a high tomorrow of 77. Clear skies tomorrow night. Good weather for sleeping, the low 58. Mostly sunny Thursday. It will be pleasant. We'll reach a high Thursday of 78. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm forecaster Drew Shannon. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Some uh, breaking news about Mikhail, Mikhail Gorbachev. Yeah, he's passed away at the age of 92. Uh, presided over, um, depending on how you look at it, mm-hmm. uh, well, I would say no matter how you look a, at it, the, the collapse, the collapse of the Soviet Union. Yeah. Very, very interesting. <clears throat> 92. I did, had no idea. Mm-hmm. Um, Governor Wolf is wanting to give $2,000 checks to families making less than $80,000. What is he calling it? He calls it the, uh, we're going to fight inflation. That, come on. Come on. Does anybody, that, if you have any common sense. You're not going to buy it. Are you really buying that? No. Gonna, here, here. Are you kidding me? We're just going to hand out checks to people forever. Is that what we're going to do? Fight inflation. I mean, so no matter what the issue is, but Democrats and government think that if you just write a check to people, that's a, I don't understand. It's going to buy my vote. Oh, yeah. Give me their cash, right? I don't get it. <clears throat> All right. Um, However, things are hard. Yes, of it's course. It's a difficult time Definitely. financially. It's For hit everybody. everybody. It's Thank hit you. everybody. There's, yeah, there's nobody. Okay, well, uh, there's nobody who's outside the realm of no, the pitch man. of inflation. It's holy smokes. You know, what the heck is going on? Okay, uh, 12 ways to save on gas, groceries, utilities, and more. Okay. This is uh, from today's uh, Washington Post. <laughs> so they make a big deal of it. Their first suggestion uh, to save is to get free mulch. <laughs> When's the last time you bought mulch? Every, I buy mulch every year. I never buy it. Really? No. Well, that's because you don't garden. Yeah. If you garden, you have to buy mulch. Okay. If you if you grow vegetables or flowers, you have to mulch. Uh, join a buy nothing group. 
The Buy Nothing Project was created so that people could give items to others in their communities. Everything is free. There's a free store. Oh, it's like a swap? No, it's like a free store. Right? Oh, Everything's just, free. Okay. Right? Um, so people donate stuff and then mm-hmm. you can just... Stop on by, right? Okay. Um, you ever do like free stuff on Facebook? You ever see that? You know? Oh, yeah. Or yeah, free right. stuff on Craigslist. Right, exactly. Heck yeah. Uh, schedule a no spend day. Don't use cash. Don't use your credit card. Don't put your hands in your pocket for anything at all for a full day, says Andrew Gonzalez, president at businessloans.com. Once you get not to, used to not spending money for a day, try doing it twice a month, once a week, or even for an entire week. If you're prone to impulse purchasing, this is a great way to hit the financial reset button. Well, that's a good idea. Mm-hmm. I mean, it sounds horrible, actually, what? but it's a good idea. <laughs> 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 I hate everything about sure. it. However, that <laughs> would you try it? Yeah, I should, would you do it? I should try it. I should try it. Too. I should try it because I'm a spender, man. Yep, I'm a fr- I'm a spender too. Oh yeah, gosh, okay. uh, for the umpteenth, wife, for husband. the umpteenth time, mm-hmm. it's a good thing you and I didn't get married. Oh, We'd be goodness. broke. We'd be so broke, living on a corner somewhere. Yeah, exactly. Seriously, our spouses are like super thrifty. <laughs> yes. How does that happen? I don't know, but we're so lucky. I mean, I, we're not bankrupt. I mean, you know, my wife. And I, I'm gonna I'm gonna marry like the thriftiest person I can find. And meanwhile, <laughs> me, I'm like Johnny's. Let me spend some cash. Well, how does that even work? I don't know. Shop frozen foods. Frozen seafood is usually less expensive than fresh. No <laughs> kidding. It's, it's, it, it tastes half as good. So. Really? <laughs> frozen berries last a lot longer than fresh. Right. Uh, they're just as nutritious. Yeah, they also don't taste as mm-hmm. good. You can save $2 on 10 ounces of frozen raspberries. Yeah. Eh, I'm not doing that. Yeah, but if you make a shake, that's fine. But if you're eating like ra- berries with yogurt mm-hmm. or you're eating berries with ice cream or in a bowl or whatever, you don't. frozen berries are not going to work for that no, application. I don't think so. Cut salon costs. Find out whether your salon offers discounted prices for haircuts, colors, and other services when training new stylists. Oh, see, oh, that's good. This is bad. Mm-hmm. This is bad. Right? How, have you seen the coupons? Like I've seen the coupons. A uh, haircut for eleven dollars. Yes. Never. Not me, Bubba. And I don't have much hair, <laughs> but I'm not going there. I'm not going there. Nope. Remember when we had my hairstylist on the show? Oh, right during, during COVID. COVID, when none of, when no one could get haircuts. Oh, right. And my hair was like. Wild. Steven Tyler. That's mm-hmm. what it was like. You still see people walking around like, oh, that's clearly a COVID haircut. Yeah. And my friend. I want has, you want to remind them that that air is over. Uh, so please friend, go to a barber. He has not been to a barber since COVID. It's terrible. Oh, it's, uh, and I love my buddy. It's awful. But I'm like, you got to tighten things up a little bit. Just a Jeez. little bit. I, I know you're retired and no one sees you, but please, my friend. I'm looking at you. What the heck? Buy discounted gift cards. Um, How do you buy discounted gift cards? It's rare to find the discounted gift cards. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the next sentence yep, in the article. Exactly. But when you do, it's an opportunity to stretch your budget. How about people who buy, um, oh, we've got a friend who's a contractor. And oh, yeah. He'll buy all of his stuff you know, through gift right, cards. Right, right. So if you're going, say you're doing a project mm-hmm. and you're going to go to Home Depot and you're going to have to spend $500. Yep. If you get five $100 gift cards from Giant Eagle, then you can get a break on your gas. Right. And then just use your gift cards to purchase what you need at That's Home Depot. That's Dan. That's very, very Okay, smart. here's Okay, here's the problem, though. If you lose the gift cards. Well, who's going to lose the gift cards? I think you could lose a gift card. Oh, I never thought about I, like, that. Like, I just, it's it's terrifying to me. <laughs> really? Yeah. If you, I, I never thought of it. Okay, so I've done this several times. Lost a gift card? No, 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 no. I've, oh. I, no, I haven't lost a gift card. But several times I've gone and purchased at Giant Eagle so I could use the fuel perks. <clears throat> sure. At 
a, a large expenditure I was making in That's another changed, place. That's changed, though, right? The Listen, few perks of- the, the, the way – on the way, on the drive from Giant Eagle to the store, I'm terrified. Because it's like you've just put – you know, mm-hmm. you've bought $500 yeah. of gift cards. And what if you wreck? What if – what? like it's just poof. <laughs> like, there she is on the side of the road, injured. You know, do you need help? First, let me grab those gift cards. I mean, just remember my gift cards. Right. I'm <laughs> breaking news: gift cards stolen from injured woman on the Parkway West. I mean, seriously, you guys, it's, it just makes me nervous. I don't know. Use it or lose it. It can be hard to keep track of reoccurring payments, especially if you use auto pay. Make a list of your subscriptions. Blah, 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 yeah, blah. I found out t- uh, yesterday that I've been paying for Paramount. Oh. Which is a streaming oh, service. I canceled it in February, and mm. they've billed me every month since nine ninety nine. And you didn't use it because no. you thought it was canceled. I, I did. Oh. Can- no, it was canceled. I actually went and looked at when I canceled it. It's but been they've canceled. been still, char- they've still, been charging, still charging me. Yeah. What are you going to do? Have, well, going to call someone. So, You're not going to call anybody. So who are you calling? Nothing. That's no one. the problem. No one. So you, I have to get in touch with somebody. I have to get in touch with Apple. That should be easy. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they're standing by for that phone call. <laughs> Uh, seriously, it's a good thing. Coming up next, news from Christians around the world. Dan Tillerman from Christianity Today will join us next. The Ride Home. One hundred one point five WORD. Parenting in the teen years can feel daunting, but as Christ followers, should it? Well, when Gary Chapman joined Dave and Ann, he's got an honest answer about just that. A lot of parents, you know, when we talk to them, are afraid of the teenage years. Should they be? Well, yeah, probably. (laughs) (laughs) The things I wish I'd known before my child became a teenager. Next time on Family Life Today with Dave and Ann Wilson. Tomorrow morning at 9 on 101.5 Word FM, W-O-R-D. Looking for a second income, a great way to give back to your community? Consider NAMS Transportation, providing safe transportation to Northern Allegheny and Pittsburgh seniors for over 40 years. Offering flexible day, evening, and weekend schedules. Perfect for retirees. Van drivers start at $17 an hour. Sedan drivers at $14 an hour. Plus, part-time drivers get a $2,000 signing bonus. Must be 25 or older, no CDL required. Call 412-406-8611 today. My pillows having their biggest sheet sale of the year. Hey, this is John Hall. You've all helped build MyPillow into this amazing company. And now, Mike Glendale, inventor and CEO, wants to give back exclusively to his listeners. The Percale bedsheet set is available in a variety of colors and sizes, and they're all on sale. For example, the queen size is regularly priced at $89.98, but is now only $39.98 with our listener promo code. Order now, because when they're gone, they're gone. The Percale sheets are breathable, have a cool, crisp feel. These come with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. There's a limited supply, so be sure to order now. Call 1-800-391-0954. Use promo code WORD. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square, use the promo code WORD. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. When it comes to your child's education, do you feel like you have a partner in your current school? Or is it more like you're on your own? As you look ahead to next year, now's a perfect time to consider a quality Christian education with a school who will be a true educational partner for you and your family. 
Many of our area's finest Christian schools are offering half-price tuitions for first-time enrollees, like Tri-State Christian Academy in Burgettstown. Find a school that's right for you at wordfm.com slash tuitions. Being a believer in Christ means a lifelong pursuit of getting to know God better. The devotional book titled God Is examines 26 attributes of God, one short chapter at a time. As you request a copy of the book from Truth For Life today, you'll learn about God's patience, His holiness, His faithfulness, just to name a few. And you'll learn how these characteristics were perfectly displayed in the Lord Jesus. Visit truthforlife.org donate. Daniel Silliman should join us in just a little bit from Christianity Today, where he has produced a, a monthly gleanings a column about news stories from Christians around the world. Which I always appreciate because they're crazy stories that you probably wouldn't hear anywhere else. They're fascinating, aren't they? Um, how about you and I just jumping in here and uh, talking about a few of these? Okay, so I'm going to give you the first one, John, because right. this is kind of... Uh, so the headline says, Missionary Group Buys Luxury Yacht, mm-hmm. which instantly makes you think that this is another sign of the apocalypse, right? But right. that's actually not... It's not a bad story. The first modern cruise line, which focused particularly on Asia, has closed down following all the monetary difficulties Mm -hmm. brought on by COVID. Uh, And so they're selling their fleet of luxury yachts. And uh, the last yacht was sold to a German missionary organization um, called GBA Ships. Um, And it works in partnership with Operation Mobilization. And so what they do is they visit 15 to 18 port cities a year and they provide aid and they provide a whole slew of Christian books to whatever port they've shown up in. Really? And yeah, so they just spend their time on the seas uh, doing this. So they're going to take a couple years, uh, maybe a year and a half, to restore this yacht, which is 31 years old, and they're going to rename it, and then they're going to take to the seas, and they're going to do the thing that they have done for many years. Can you imagine what it costs to refurbish something like that? No. It, it, it did not say what the cost would be. They said it would take one, uh, 12 to 18 months to do it. Um, anyway, so it's not... It, it it's a you should read below the headline. I guess is what I'm saying. Right, it's because a good story. you think okay, all of a sudden. I mean, I'd be interested to hear what happens. Right, you know, as uh, when they're actually doing the work. What about books? I mean, they're going from port to port, mm-hmm. so they've got to have languages. Yes, that, you know, the books in the yeah. What kind of a library are that's you toting so around incre- the world? That's what's so incredible. Now, the boat is not that big. It's 85. I mean, it's not small, but it's 85 and a half meters. So it's not huge. It's not like it's a huge, you know, cruise liner. Right. I mean, I was looking at, um, what was I looking at the other day? Something about, oh, I know. We were re- talking about that uh, personal submarine story. Um. So now they're building like these two-person submarines, mm-hmm. and the, in this article, give me nightmares. Uh, it said anyone who has a a super yacht, a hundred and fifty foot long or over, right? So is how I wonder how big. I mean, a su- hundred fifty feet. You know what it cost to run something like that, especially in these times of gas oh, prices. Oh my goodness gracious! Yeah, yeah. Can you imagine? Okay. Um, okay. So let me ask you this: um, I can't think of something I would enjoy more. Then walking out to the end of a dock, getting on a boat, and having it be a library really? or a bookstore. I mean, I just think that'd be fabulous. Well, I don't want to read a boat. I don't want to read a book on a boat. 
Really? No. Oh, I'd be... So. I want to see what's going on. Well, yeah, you want to see what's going on. i got my head in a book. But after a while, you want to read a book. I mean, now the thing is not... It's not... They're not taking people on tours. No. They're just going out. It's like a floating library, though. Right. I do appreciate that. A floating library. I'm not sure. I'm not sure about that. Okay. All right. I'd be happy to do it. All right. Um, the Chinese humanitarian organization... Compassion International. I'm sorry, the Chinese. The Chinese. The Christian organization, (laughs) Compassion International, uh, and 17 churches came together to plant 4,000 trees. Um, The group hopes to plant 15,000 acacia, avocado, and other species of trees in 20 locations across the country of Albania. Okay. Um, How about that? Uh, And in Ghana as well. Uh Compassion International. Have you sponsored a child through Compassion? We've sponsored six kids. Through Compassion. Yeah. Now, it's been, I think it's been our last Compassion child aged out of the program, I think two years ago. We've yet to, we've, I think we've done five or six as well. Okay. Mm-hmm. Which I always love it. Yeah, I've loved it too. I think it's a wonderful opportunity. Um, we've never had, we, we, no, that's not true. We had one <clears throat> child who was a good letter writer. All, none That's, of the none of the other ones were right now. Which which I mean, look, you're not giving money to them so that you get a letter. But so you need to get your head on straight. It's if the that's relationship. Though, but the relationship is cool. But you know, different people. And I'm horrible. Like my husband was always the one that wrote the letters. Me too. Yeah, because I'm just very bad at letter writing. I love it so much because you know you include photos. You get to see these kids grow up. It's super cool. Mm-hmm. All right, how about Andy Warhol? Uh, a church in Italy has attracted hundreds of visitors by displaying a minor work by the late pop artist Andy Warhol. The church, uh, Crista Evangelica de Roma, offered its space for an art exhibit titled Prince and Multiples as a way to love its neighbors and invite people to notice the active evangelical congregation operating in the heart of Rome. Warhol's screen prints of flowers signed on the back with a stamp that says, fill in your own signature with a blank line, sold at auction for about $10,000. Mm-hmm. Okay, I, lo- I don't love that idea, but I love the idea of a church being willing to host an art exhibit. Yeah. I think it's a wonderful thing. What do you, you seem like you're not sold on that. No, I'm. anytime a church is in the community, that's a good thing. It is. How do you do that though? I mean, I mean, like- like the church you go to, mm-hmm. um, as a community outreach, you're doing um, what? With- well, it would have to be an artist of some renown to get people to show. Right, like Andy Warhol. Right. So, you know, it's not like my sketches are going to draw anybody to come in and look at them. <laughs> but right, right. if you were able to do that, if you had some connection to an artist, a local artist or something like that, Andy and Warhol, had the space right? to do it. I know Memorial Park Church in Allison Park has a space for art. Really? And they've had they've had several showings out. I mean, no a kidding. lot of showings out there over the years. Mm-hmm. Like name, name artists? It's a, it's a nice space that has a lot of natural light. It's big. People can easily move in and out. And I think it's a great idea. Hmm. Andy Warhol. What, what's your, what are your thoughts? I, no, I'm not a fan. Aren't you? Not even a little. Why not? Not even a little. What's the problem with it? You, what, you think it's derivative? You think you don't find you it don't interesting? I don't think it's derivative. I love it. I don't I think, think it's, it's really derivative. I don't find it interesting. Oh, I love it. I think it's really interesting. Because of, the, of his cultural commentary? Yeah. It's just, yeah. I mean, I think, he, you know, he created something 
it was like a brand new sort of yep, that's creation. True. That's true. You know, the idea of pop art. Yep. You take something like, you know, what the weird thing is, probably Andy Warhol couldn't do what he's doing, what he did, you know, back in the 50s and 60s now. Because the, how do you get the copyright thing where all of a to sudden- To do Campbell Soup Can. Campbell Soup or, or Marilyn, Brillo Pads. Or, or Marilyn Monroe. Right, exactly. I Elvis. Have, I have no idea. that become like a big deal, wouldn't it? But then it was kind of like an honor. And people didn't really pay much attention to the copyright issue. Now someone would sue you. So if you, so you would put it, it's not that I don't appreciate him as an artist. I'm just, I don't like it. No. Okay. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. I can. Speak to like, have you been to the museum, the Warhol Museum? Yes. Leaves you cold. Very. I just think it's, I just think he was so. But are we better or unusual. worse? Okay. Since his, ad, since the advent of that type of pop art, are we better or worse? And I'm not sure we're better artistically. Well, that's a. I don't have not answered that question. I would say, yeah, we're, yeah, we're better off. Okay. Yeah, I mean, of course, art is subjective, right? Beauty is in the eye of the beholder. So, it doesn't bother me that you don't like it, but I, I do think it's got its place. Yeah, it does have its place. I'm just, I think I'm grieving a little bit for what, and I know I'm talking to people who a lot of you are modern art fans, and I I appreciate some modern art. But it's just to me, I just feel like the the emphasis on beauty has been overtaken by an emphasis on politics or agenda. And I don't feel like I, I don't know. I don't I don't feel like we're the better for that. All right, so then so given your choice then between like, say, an, an, an Andy Warhol or a Thomas Kincaid. Oh, well, see. That's not fair. No, it's the same. Because there is beauty. No matter what, you could find beauty in a Thomas Kincaid. People love Thomas Kincaid. Right? Yes. Yes, you're right. People love Thomas Kincaid. You're right. You're right. I don't like, yeah. No, I think it's, you know, it's just not my cup of tea. Me neither. But I appreciate people who love it. I mean, it was, it's just not, but there is beauty there. It's undeniable beauty. Yeah, that's a good point. I, hmm. And, and maybe they're two, both two extreme examples. I think they are. Right. I mean, it's and I guess you could also say that Thomas Kincaid might be some variety of pop art. Yes. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, sure, sure. Uh, he also became a very, very wealthy man because of what he well, did. Well, so did Andy which Warhol. Is, so, but there are ninety nine percent of the other artists in the world haven't. Right. What 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 did he do? What made him? Andy Warhol. No. What made Thomas Kincaid famous and wealthy? What did he tap into? Yeah. Especially from a, a Christian yeah. subset. He tapped, he tapped into people's love of tradition and Sentimentality. Home. And sentimentality. That's exactly Some right. Some sort of innocence. Yep. That's exactly right. Right. To be like, oh, Comfort. Rem- remember when. Safety. Which, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Remember when, which we probably never really existed. That, that Right. Thing. But we wish it did exist. Yeah. And what did Andy Warhol tap into? That common, common everyday things uh, have beauty, or normal everyday things that we take for granted are throwaways. Well, like when you see the Brillo box, I think that's fascinating. I, there's beauty in that to me. I mean, it's interesting. I don't know if there's beauty in it. It's thought provoking, mm-hmm. which is valuable, but it's not beauty. All right, yeah, it's okay. not the same as going and no, looking at a piece of, you know, Renaissance art. And I know it's a different time, 
And I know that I'll, you know, would be angering tons of art lovers out there. I'm just trying. But I think one of the things that's missing from the art world, just to be brutally honest, is honesty. Because I think people are so concerned with having to say the right thing when they're in an art museum that they don't say what they really think in an art museum. Well, because for the most part, like most people, we are not schooled in the appreciation mm-hmm. of art, right? We Something moves That's us. That's true. But yeah. you, know, you know how it is. When you but go but to you're music- allowed to, whether it's music or visual art, you're allowed to say, I don't like that. But in... It, that's frowned upon in a lot of circles is that modern art, all of it has to be loved. All of it has to be, oh, it's amazing. It's very deep. It's very moving. I think it's okay to say, you know what? I don't, I don't get that. doesn't float my boat. Right. What about sacred art? What's your connection to sacred art? Mm, I mean, historically, sacred art, I mean, is very, I mean, all, most of the art that was created was sacred art until, you know, the last hundred years. How about um, Max Vanka? Remember that? Oh, my gosh. I still have never been there. Yeah. I mean. The Church of Millville is what we're speaking of. I mean, when you see, I love sacred art. Uh, When you see, even though it's been, you know, sort of, when you see the Last Supper, and of course, people, people would look at that and go, when I see the image, the traditional image of the Last Supper, right, people will mock that as, Passe, or what, David, do you mean the Da Vinci? Yeah, Last, yeah, okay, right. I mean th- that's become so. I mean, I'm passe. surprised. That, I'm surprised that Andy Warhol didn't do a piece on the Last Supper yeah. because it's become something other than. So well, he probably didn't because he was Catholic, right? He had right some connection. But you know, something like that, something that's so iconic in its stature in world history that it's recognizable. It has, right, it takes on everyone. It takes on its own life. life. Yeah. Even separate from its historical context, it's its own thing. Mona Lisa is its own thing. When, like, you know, we've talked to guests about this. Whenever, like, Holy Week approaches or Easter Week approaches, I'm deeply invested in in that sort of holy art. Yes, I know. You're really good about that. I mean, it's – it speaks to me. Yeah. I I think it's very, very, very – not just beautiful but helpful – and kind of getting you in the right space, like music is, right? Mm-hmm. The emotional mm-hmm. right tone sort of transcends mm-hmm. what, what, because for many people that was the gospel before people could read. Yes, right. If of you were fortunate enough to see something like that or hear something like that, and how fortunate we are in Pittsburgh to be living in a place where you can drive or walk to Oakland wherever you are and go into the Carnegie Museum of Art and just take it in. Are you intimidated when you walk in there? No. You mean intimidated by? Well, you know what I mean. If you walk people? through the ga- no, to walk through the galleries and go, like, like, I, I'm not an art major. I have you know a passing interest in a lot of it, but you walk in and you'll see things and you go, I see the beauty in that, but I don't fully realize what it means. Yeah, that's where a curator, there's intimidation. Right, right, a curator would be really helpful. Right. I don't know if that's intimidation though i think that's just you acknowledging humility My ignorance. or yeah i think that's a healthy thing to be able to walk in and say i, don't, I feel that way in the in the museum of natural history all the time mm-hmm. you walk up to something and you think what is that? that's really amazing but i don't really understand it but i also think like i said i really think the average person needs to be able to walk into an art museum and say I don't like that. Now, not to be ignorant and rude about it and dismissive, not about, not, but just to be able to say, say I, I like that, I don't like that. 
And then to go online and complain about it. No, let's not, let's <laughs> right, not you go know online that, and right complain there. about anything. Let's just stop that. When assigned to replace your roof, siding, gutters, and downspouts, entry doors, and, of course, windows, you can count on Windows R Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. This is John Steigerwald. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows R Us offers repair and replacement for all your exterior home projects. Why pay double with some other companies? Windows R Us will always give you the best price on the best in-class products, backed by the best warranties in the industry, all with zero sales pressure. And speaking of zero, right now, get zero in interest financing for 12 months and no processing fee with prices set to increase on all exterior products lock in your quote today schedule a free estimate and inspection today at windowsrustpittsburgh.com you've tried the rest now try the best windowsrustpittsburgh.com imagine buying a pair of sneakers and getting a soothing gentle foot massage like you'd get during a relaxing pedicure just by walking you might think this sounds too good to be true but we think it sounds like sketcher's new massage fit sneakers because sketcher's the comfort technology company has designed a unique innovation that makes it feel like you're pampering your feet with a gentle massage in every step the secret is sketcher's new patented wave technology on the sole that gently massages your feet while you're walking around it feels amazing and is so gentle you can wear them all day just like your other favorite Skechers sneakers. And not only will you be getting the massage, you'll also be getting Skechers other famous comfort features like a special luxury insole that offers extra support for 24-7 comfort. Plus, they come in a variety of fashionable styles including lace-up and slip-ons and they're machine washable for easy care. Get a bonus massage in every step with Skechers new massage fit. Find them for men and women at a Skechers store Skechers.com or wherever stylish footwear is sold. Trip to Europe. Visit all 30 Major League Baseball stadiums. Go sky Okay, so you know what you want to do in retirement, but do you know how to get there? Tune in to Your Retirement Blueprint with Kurt Kenotic and Ethan Lane of Accurate Solutions Group Saturdays at 10 a.m. to get answers to your retirement planning questions. Plan today so you can do the things you've always dreamt about doing in retirement. Listen every Saturday morning at 10 to Your Retirement Blueprint with Accurate Solutions Group. Investment advisory services offered through ASG Investment Management, LLC. Ask Alexa to play the word Pittsburgh to hear us there. We're on your Google speaker, too. Plus, iHeart, TuneIn, and on Odyssey. 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. This homeownership tip is brought to you by the Pennsylvania Housing Finance Agency. PHFA has a mortgage credit certificate that lets qualified home buyers claim a tax credit for the life of their home loan. The tax credit can be as high as $2,000 every year, so the savings can be significant. Learn more on our website at phfa.org. That's phfa.org. PHFA has been helping Pennsylvania home buyers since 1982. Mainly clear skies expected for tonight. We'll see areas of fog late tonight below 59. Mostly sunny tomorrow. It'll be pleasant and less humid. The start of an extended period of comfortable weather will reach a high tomorrow of 77. Clear skies tomorrow night. Good weather for sleeping below 58. Mostly sunny Thursday. It will be pleasant. We'll reach a high Thursday of 78. With your Mackie Weather Forecast, I'm forecaster Drew Shannon. Does this make sense? Does what make sense? The blinking red light. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. 
if people paid attention to it. Mm-hmm. Do you see it often, the blinking red light? Well, I saw it just recently, oh. twice, over the last couple of days. And? I think it makes so much sense. This is why. I stopped at the blinking red light. Yeah. And I looked for myself mm-hmm. to the left and the right, and then I, I pursued a course of action. Mm-hmm. I felt like society was trusting me mm-hmm. to make the right choice. Mm-hmm. They did. Right? So it wasn't it, it wasn't society, you know, the general populace saying, stop here for 60 seconds. Right. They were saying, you know what? Come to a stop and decide what's best. Mm-hmm. And I felt empowered by it. Mm. I liked it. I thought, that, that makes sense. Give me the blinking I red light. I feel like more... Often than not, maybe we should have the blinking red light and allow us to say. No, no, I don't. I don't trust people. No, I don't well, see, trust. See, now you're no, you don't. Hey, come on, you know. How about this? I've seen this recently, where like the, the light, your light turns green, like you're, you're st- and then like two seconds later, some coconut is blowing through the red light. Oh yeah, that happens a lot. Holy smokes! Yeah, that's a COVID thing. Yeah, I believe it. I is. think it is a COVID thing too. I think people are more reckless now. They are deeply, yeah. Mm-hmm. So the the blinking red light... It makes I mean, a lot of sense. It makes so much sense. If people would follow the rules. Which you don't believe they will. No. I, you have no faith. No. All right, does this make sense? Mm-hmm. Wearing an ascot. I mean... What? What? Are you... Is this like... Are you Harry Belafonte in 1958? You see people, men, wearing ascots. Do you not? It's like, you know, instead of a tie... There's a little, a little fluffy. What men are wearing ascots? The aforementioned art openings. You see the guys wearing the ascots. You ever just seen a man wear, man I wearing? I mean, a- in a couple like British shows no, that I've no, watched. No, no, Kath. Maybe you- are there ascots around here? There's ascots in Western Pennsylvania. <laughs> what? Yeah. Oh yeah. I don't think there are a lot in Ross Township. No, there are. They're not at Aldi, <laughs> but they're around. Um, Come on, I the think ascot. the ascots pretentious, horribly pretentious. Mm. If your name is Giles, right? <laughs> or, or Jeffrey with a G. <laughs> oh, don't get me started on the Jeffrey with a G. No. I mean, the ascot. What, what are you pro-ascot? No. Oh. I'm not. Okay. I'm not pro-ascot. Okay. I see it, though, and I see guys and I go, that's gutsy. You it is gutsy. You got some moxie to you wear do. Up, You do. Mat. You have to be able to carry that off. Someone would beat you up. Yeah. But there is some gutsiness, I, I too. I think the bottom line, though, is that doesn't make sense. Unless you're David Niven. <laughs> And then it makes perfect sense. 101.5 WORD. What happens when you open God's Word every day? I'm Alan Jackson, and I have the privilege of joining you every weekday here on the radio. I see the transforming effect of God's Word daily. Lives are changed because His Word gives us insight for the challenges we face and encouragement in our walk with the Lord. Join me and let's see what God has in store for us today. A fresh look at Scripture, weekday mornings at 9.30, Alan Jackson Ministries on 101.5 WORD. We can hardly believe it, but it's time for the last barbecue of the summer at the Springhouse in 84. Don't miss out on this great summer taste treat. And come to the Springhouse this Labor Day for fantastic chicken cooked over the pit with lots of country vegetable casseroles, homemade rolls, homemade desserts, and of course our own Springhouse chocolate milk. Eat in our picnic patch or sun porch or take it home to your own picnic. 
And although this last chicken barbecue marks the end of the summer at the Spring House, it also signals the beginning of lots of fun fall events. We'll soon be having hog roasts and pumpkin patch hay rides, plus lots of other special events to celebrate this beautiful autumn time of the year. So be sure to come this Labor Day to the Spring House and help us celebrate. Did you know that most adults with autism are unemployed and a major hurdle is the lack of job opportunities? Well, that's about to change. Thanks to a new initiative from Autism Speaks, Lee Container, the Jay Donald and Laurel Lee Family Foundation Fund, and Delivering Jobs that seeks to create a more inclusive workforce in the U.S. Lee Container is a family-owned business that has found success by staying true to the golden rule treat others as you would want to be treated. There are hundreds of thousands of people with autism and people with intellectual or developmental differences who are ready and willing to work in our communities. Our coalition is committed to hiring an inclusive workforce, providing training for hiring professionals, and providing guidelines for all employees. Together, we can create a workforce where people of all abilities can contribute and thrive. Will you join us? We are inviting other businesses, institutions, and community leaders to Join in. To learn more, please visit autismspeaks.org slash employment. Are you ready to deepen your faith on a spectacular nine-day Mediterranean cruise? Join Alistair Begg in August 2023 to renew your vision, purpose, and connection with Christ as Alistair powerfully unpacks God's Word. Explore the biblical landscapes Paul encountered as he shared the gospel along breathtaking cliffside villages. Simply call 855-565-5519 or visit DeeperFaithCruise.com for all the details. Kyle Mullen always had the natural drive and talent that made success look easy until he tried out for the Navy SEALs. Mm. The 24-year-old arrived on the California coast in January of this year for the SEALs punishing selection course in the best shape of his life. Even better than when he was a state championship defensive end in high school or the captain of the Yale football team. Wow. But by the middle of the course's third week, a continual gut punch of physical and mental hardship, sleep deprivation, and hypothermia hypothermia that the SEALs call Hell Week, the six-foot-four-inch athlete from New Jersey was dead-eyed with exhaustion, riddled with infection, and coughing up blood from lungs that were so full of fluid that others who were there said later he sounded like he was gargling. The course began with 210 men. By the middle of Hell Week, 189 of them had quit or been brought down by injury. But seaman Kyle Mullen kept slogging on for days, spitting blood all the while. The instructors and medics conducting the course stayed there, perhaps out of admiration for his grit, and they did not stop him. And he made it. When he struggled out of the cold ocean at the end of Hell Week, SEAL leaders shook his hand gave him a pizza, and told him to get some rest. Then he went back to his barracks and lay down on the floor. A few hours later, his heart stopped beating, and he died. Oh, my gosh. That same afternoon, another man who survived Hell Week had to be intubated. Two more hospitalized that evening. That's the beginning of an article in today's New York Times that is riveting. It's very long. Um, it would take much more time than we have for me to give you the details of it. But it has really, man, it really caused me to think about uh, what we ask of special forces uh, here in America and whether it's too much. That's the elite of the elite. That's the elite of the elite. Now, the um, 
the reckoning has come in that the mother of this young man is suing um, and trying to, and she's a nurse herself and had talked to her son um, throughout his experience because this was the second time that Kyle Mullen had tried to get through Hell Week. Okay. Um, the first time he made it through one day of it um, before he ended up with heat stroke. And his mother said, they say it's training, but it's torture. And then they didn't even give him the proper medical care. They treat these guys worse than they are allowed to treat prisoners of war. Hmm. So anyway, um, the New York Times goes on to say that men in the top reaches of SEALs are deeply unnerved, um, not just because of Kyle Mullen's death, but because um, it has become complicated with something perhaps unexpected. And that is that when the Navy gathered Seaman Mullen's belongings, they discovered syringes and performance-enhancing drugs in his car. The captain in charge of the unit immediately ordered an investigation, and 40 candidates had either tested positive or admitted to using steroids or other drugs in violation of Navy regs. And here's the thing. They said that the only way to get through it is to use this. So that's why they're doing it. Now, wait. I mean, before there was such a thing as performance-enhancing drugs, people got through it. Okay. In the 1980s, 40% of people who started off as a SEAL graduated. 40%. Mm-hmm. Over the past 25 years, the average dropped to 26%. In 2021, it was 14%. And Seaman Mullins' class, less than 10%. So have they made it more difficult? Well, that's the question. They can't... It's hard to assess something like that. You know, is it that it's more difficult? Are people's bodies changing? Are pe- They don't know. But the problem is that if drugs take a hold of SEAL training, this is according to what uh, the people that were interviewed in the New York Times article, um, people from the Navy are saying, what am I going to do with guys who are willing to cheat to get through training? If I send them to a place like Afghanistan, a guy can do 100 pull-ups, but he can't make an ethical decision. We can't be promoting something like that. So there are people in positions of authority in the Navy who did not speak under a name in this article, but said that they feel like that this is a crisis that they need to figure out what to do with. They're determined to correct the problem. But when it comes to SEAL training, it being so hard and you barely getting through it is part of what it is because they're saying, and in fact, when a, a, a guy passed away in seal training two years ago after it happened, let's see, where can I find that? Yeah. The instructor said, this isn't the first time one of your colleagues is going to die. So just get used to it. Really? So there was no, after that person died a couple of years ago, there wasn't any let's take stock of it. They were like, well, this is just this is business. This as is usual. just what it is. Right. This is what we have to get used to. Well, I mean, there's a lot to be said there. And of course, your heart would break for any because the the people that go into this, it's it's men primarily. Right. I mean, this, uh, I don't any, even think uh, there are any, any women, women who go did, through SEAL training. Right. I mean, this is the most driven guys physically, emotionally, probably on who the Who are going to be doing some of the hardest things. These most are the people. Dangerous. These are the people that took out Osama Special bin Laden. Ops. Right. This is so. Okay, but let me tell you this. So I mentioned that Seaman Mullins had gone through twice. Hellwick twice. Okay, the first time 
Um, he went through a gauntlet. This is day one. Running, crawling, sit-ups, push-ups on hot sand with no brakes. Late in the afternoon, the men were racing in teams, carrying 170-pound inflatable boats over their heads when Seaman Mullen passed out. He called his mother from an ambulance a short time later and explained, his mother's a nurse, right? Explained he had not had a drop of water all day. When he fell, he told her, an instructor hurled insults at his limp body and told him to get up. When he didn't respond, medics measured his temperature at 104 degrees and sent him to the hospital with heat stroke. Mm-hmm. Now, again, I'm not trying to be pansy about this. I recognize that this is for, that what we're asking these guys to do is the hardest stuff that people do. So training can't be babied. No. And it can't be monitored by people who are afraid that people are going to get hurt. But there has to be a line, right? That does, I mean, it has to be a line. Well, the problem is with the man you described that he was on illegal substances, so his body okay. wasn't, you know, okay, so that, so aligned the, with this. The first time he was not on illegal substances, right, right. when he had heat stroke, he decided when he died. He he taught, yeah, he decided to go on illegal substances because he wasn't able to get through it the first time. And in his journal, he wrote, and his journal is showed in the New York Times article. He says, uh, "I might die, but I'd rather die here." Mm-hmm. So he knew what the risks were. Yeah, of course. That's I don't know. Is difficult. it is it is it too much? I mean, it has to be too much if if you're dying in training, don't you think? You're dying in training because you took illegal substances. Okay, but people were dying before they they were taking illegal substances. Well, I mean, this guy could have died from heat stroke the first time he was sure, in training, sure. and they said it's going to take longer and a more an analysis of the chemistry from the autopsy to figure out exactly what contributed to his death. Well, I think earlier in this conversation, you know, what has to be analyzed is the number of people who made it through decades ago, as opposed to the number of recruits. Right, who how make we ended it now. up? How we ended up from forty percent to right. less than ten percent? Yeah, what happened there in the interim? Now, now after uh, Mullen's death. Several instructors were quietly dismissed from the program. Mm-hmm. So th- there was never any press or any information given on why that happened. But clearly there was some recognition on the part. Right. What's interesting is, you know, maybe 40 years ago, you would have said Navy SEALs. Most people would have gone, what? I'm not quite sure what that is. What's happened is... Navy SEALs and special ops, rightly so, have received their share of glory because of the difficulty of the uh, assignments they're on. Mm-hmm. So, Especially with an Osama bin Laden story. Right. So the spotlight is super hot. More people probably are interested in being part of that, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the mutter run, uh, the, the mutter tough course, mutter. tough mutter, that's become a thing, which is you know a derivative from the Navy SEALs. So it's become social, right, social media lifted in some way. So I think probably balancing the difficulty of it, the you know the more popularity of it, all those things together have made it what it is, for better or worse. Officers in charge of the program have removed some of the most punishing aspects of the course in recent months, clamping down on pre-dawn workouts and runs with heavy packs. Six hours of sleep a night are now required in all weeks but Hell Week. Outside auditors have been brought in to watch instructors, and a higher percentage of sailors are reportedly now making the cuts. Okay, so there it is. So, so they've already loosened up things. Well, I guess when somebody dies and there's a <clears throat> lawsuit pending, 
maybe some changes happen. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I don't I, see how that lawsuit yeah. is going to be successful because someone was doing illegal drugs to try to get into something yeah, that right. was an elite situation. Right. So, I mean, your heart right. breaks for the family yep. and for the boy, the young man who passed away. But at the same time, you know, you're injecting chemicals into your system that you, change right. the structure of the body chemistry. Read the article for yourself. Decide for yourself. Today's New York Times. Very nice. All right. We'll take a quick break. Come back. Uh, we got a little bit to go here. The Ride Home, the Tuesday edition. Stay with us. What if you went from 10 years old to 25 years old in just a few years? Okay, Miss Creepy. Like from Let's Play Dolls to I Can't Believe the Stock Market Today. Or like Triple Mac and Cheese, please, to I'd Like the Triple Double Kale Salad with Beets, please. Uncle Ryan says the value of people's homes have jumped like 15 years worth lickety split. Uncle Ryan said lickety split? Most of our homes have made a decade or two type jump in value. Pretty much lickety split, like never before. Usually, people move homes when they gain that much value. But that's not happening either because of how expensive homes are, which is why cash out refinances are a triple mac and cheese hot thing right now. Cashing out that newly spiked value to use for home updates, paying off debt, or just life. If you'd like to see your options, you'll never get any pressure from us at United Faith Mortgage. United Mortgage Corp, Melbourne, New York. And I'm listening 1330. That's the lady Department of Banking and Securities. Mortgage Lender License 22672. I'm Chuck McDowell, founder of Wesley Financial Group, and I'm still mad at timeshare companies. For over a decade, I've been fighting to clean up the timeshare industry by getting folks out of bad timeshares. But after all those battles, I'm still asked, how do they sell timeshares for $25,000 when they're available online for only a dollar? Here's how they do it. They lie. They tell you things like, timeshare is a great investment. You can go anywhere, anytime, or your maintenance fees will never go up. Everything they do to get you to sign a timeshare agreement is part of a well-planned trap. If you've ever been held hostage at a timeshare presentation and bought, Wesley Financial Group is here to help. To date, we've canceled timeshares for over 30,000 families. And I guarantee you this, we'll cancel your timeshare or you'll pay nothing. Call now for your free timeshare cancellation guide. 800-478-7733. That's 800-478-7733. 800-478-7733. It's Faith and Family Night with the Washington Wild Things. Saturday, September 3rd at Wild Things Park as they take on the Windy City Thunderbolts at 7.05. Come early for the 20th anniversary. Poster Series giveaway to the first thousand fans while supplies last. And stick around as players share personal stories of faith and testimony after the game. And stop by the Word FM table to say hi. Faith and Family Night with the Washington Wild Things. It's gonna be wild. Saturday, September 3rd. Get tickets now at wordfm.com slash wild things. There's still more time to enjoy the outdoors with help from Family Dollar. More of your favorite products like Coca-Cola, Doritos, Lays, and Sun Chips. Plus everything you need for the perfect cookout. Family Dollar, helping you do more. We are everywhere. On your radio at 101.5 WORDFM Pittsburgh at wordfm.com, the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and Odyssey. A musical featuring the songs and telling the life story of Neil Diamond now has a title, a choreographer, and scheduled performance dates in Boston with Broadway planned next. The show is going to be called A Beautiful Noise, named as a nod to the singer-songwriter's 1976 album, set to run for four weeks at the Emerson Colonial Theater in Boston next summer. 
The show's producers have announced that they plan to bring the production to New York following that run. Excited? No. You know I'm not a fan. I don't want to diss Neil. A beautiful noise. We'll cover the ups and downs of Neil Diamond's life. From growing up poor in Brooklyn through his rise to stardom in the 70s and uh, decades of his career where he became something of a living legend. In this respect, it promises to be similar to the shows about Tina Turner and Donna Summer that have appeared on Broadway recently. Okay, so I love Donna Summer. I think Tina's great. I love Donna. Yeah. But I... You want to go see it? I don't... I want to see a Broadway show show. I don't want to see, you know, a compilation of somebody's... I don't want to see, like, the Bruce Springsteen show. Oh, I'd see that. Would you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't don't want to see that. I Mama Mia, like, zero interest in that. I get it, yeah. But I did see the Frankie Valley thing. Oh, well, see, Boys. see, you and loved it. I, I loved it so much. Right. It was epic, and I don't even I, I I didn't even consider myself a fan of his music. It was right. it was a that was a really great show. Though I have heard since then that a lot of people tend to think that that's the best of the biopic shows. Wait, our friend had his picture with uh, Frankie Valli. No, it was Frankie Avalon. Oh, Frankie Avalon. Mm, different different Frankie. <laughs> I get them confused. It's hard to keep all the Frankies. Right, right. Neil Diamond, how old do you think he is? Uh, Neil Diamond. You know, I'm bad at this game. He's 80. Is he really? Mm-hmm. Okay. He's 80. He says he thinks the show will be similar to performing his song Sweet Caroline at Fenway Park after the 2013 Boston Marathon bombing. He said he calls it a, a moment of relief, unity, strength, and love. All right. How did that get to be associated with Pitt? What is the deal with that? I go to a Pitt basketball game. and the Pitt How did sings, that happen? I don't understand the link there. And it's not just there. Pitt. It's other colleges. Other colleges have adopted that song. Why? I don't know. It's a fun song to sing. Everybody can sing it. Is that right? what it is? Is that why? It's easy to sing, and it makes you feel good when you sing it, don't you think? Because good times never seem so good. I mean, every, it's the key of everybody. Yeah, right? everybody can sing it. Bum bum bum. Yeah, Who doesn't want to do that? Because you can say something bad about Penn State there. Right. Oh, hey, no. It's true. Let's go, Pitt. Right. Right. Bum bum bum. I don't know. It's fine. It seems like a stretch to me. Okay, so you would go see the Springsteen thing. Oh yeah. Okay, would you? What about Mama Mama Mia? Would you know? Mm, that's Abba. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, I got to be honest. I mean, I haven't seen a Broadway musical in a long time. So if you gave me tickets to see Mama Mia, I'd go. Really? Mm-hmm. When you lived in New York, I know you were acting yourself then. Yeah. But did you? Was that a frequent thing that you would go to see shows? I was, yeah, because I knew somebody in every show. Yeah. I knew somebody. Yeah, and tickets were. Yeah, you can get tickets fairly, either free or cheap. Oh, because you were already in? Mm-hmm. You were connected. Okay. Got it. Nothing and, like a Broadway show. Okay, so since you left New York and moved back to Pittsburgh, how many shows have you have you seen? You mean here locally? Yeah. Well, we used to go to the public all the time. I mean, all the time. Listen. Um, Do you mean you and your family or you and me? Uh, my family. Okay. Um, <laughs> I have to think yeah. about it all the time. So Live theater is not inexpensive. No, no kidding. That's why I was asking. Uh, it's been a while since I've seen a show. I mean, even like, you know, like um, like a smaller theater, it's 50, 60 yeah, bucks to see a show mm-hmm. now per ticket. Right. So if um, you're going with a family, that's just. Yeah, you know, yeah. I used, to, I used to know a lot of people. And of course, you know, the further you're away from something, you lose those contacts. Mm-hmm. You lose the contacts. You, ability, you lose the ability to get comped. Right. So I haven't been comped in for a while since COVID. So it's been a while since I've seen a, a show. Yeah. 
My you? well. I mean, the only thing I've seen since COVID is the Frankie Valley show, Jersey Boys, which was with the Benedum. Uh, because someone gave me tickets. <laughs> yeah. And they were excellent seats. Thank mm-hmm. you, Dave. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was such a, it was like, I talked about it on the air. Like, I just could not believe how absolutely I mean, there's, outrageously there's fabulous better it was. better than live theater. It was really, right? really, really good. Yeah. My dad and uh, mom had tickets to the public for ever since I was a kid. Mm-hmm. I remember going to the Galileo show at the public. Oh, yeah. They did the um, parade was, uh, from the theater yes, to the... Yes, exactly. Uh, that might have been 1980. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Might have been. Yeah. Galileo. Yeah, that was the first public show I ever saw. Really? And then we had season tickets. Every, so I miss it. Very interesting. All right. Well, that's our show for have today. Have yourself a great night, everybody. Kind of wiggled and waggled well, sure through did. these last two hours. The Ride Home with John and Kathy, a production of Salem Media Group. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.